Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Uh, I want to welcome you back to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we talk to leading agency technology partners and consultants and customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, engagement, and most importantly, uh, drive customer loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Sandeep Banot. He's the head of Clover Sports at Fiserv. How are you today, Sandeep? Uh, good, and thank you very much, uh, Mark, for having me here today. Absolutely. Uh, first off, we uh, would like to know a little bit more about you, your role at Fiserv, and maybe a fun fact about you, uh, passion we have, scuba diving, jumping out of planes. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't jumped out of, pay, out of a plane yet. Uh, that's something that uh, I don't think I'll ever do because I don't think I have the guts for that. But uh, my background is, um, you know, I joined Fiserv through acquisition. I was a uh, co-founder and CEO of a company called Radius 8 um, that was acquired by Fiserv uh, back uh, last year uh, in March. Um, and then prior to that, I founded another company called Global Bay, which was acquired by Verifone back in 2011. That was also in the mobile um, commerce uh, business. Okay. Uh, fun fact, um, you know, I, I don't know that there's many fun things about me, but, um, you know, uh, I I do enjoy my Peloton, so I do that, and that's maybe about it. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. It's good to have a Peloton. Uh, <laughs> get that uh, workout in as often as possible. Yeah, for sure. For those who may not be familiar with Clover Sport, can you give us a short history overview of the company, what you guys do, how you do it, uh, and maybe who you do it for? Yeah, so... Clover Sport, um, you know, is a um, is a commerce platform for stadium experiences. So effectively, uh, Sport Clover Sport today powers uh, in stadium commerce uh, for about three hundred different stadiums across the country. Um, you know, some of these, uh, you know, we support uh, major minor league teams across the different categories. So we're at the Milwaukee Bucks, we're at the Nets, we're at the Mets. Uh, we just signed a deal and we just went live at the Saints. Um, and then, of course, we have a number of universities like UNC Chapel Hill, Oregon, and, and a bunch of others. So basically, uh, the idea here with Clover Sport is we want to drive an in-stadium experience where obviously the foundational pillars for commerce are there. So if you want to um, you know, uh, go and, and, and sort of purchase product at a concession stand yeah. through POS, obviously that that's an experience, but we're taking it beyond that, right? We're taking it where we also have now digital experiences that a fan can, um, sort of leverage to, uh, get an enhanced buying experience inside of that stadium. So mobile ordering on their phone. Um, but there's also, um, you know, experiences that are sort of in a roadmap where, you know, we'll drive experiences on the way to the game, uh, different experiences inside of the game. And then when you leave the game, a different set of experiences. So imagine, you know, getting access to your favorite jerseys uh, as you leave the game or on the way to the game, right? In anticipation of your favorite team winning, uh, you know, you can sort of, you know, buy product in advance, order ahead and things of that nature. So, um, and there's a number of innovations that we're, that we're looking at over the next couple of years. Okay, great. I think you touched on a little bit uh, the integration you have uh, uh, with Clover Sports Technologies, the number of 300 stadiums currently. Yep. Can you tell us uh, a little bit about that? You talked about some of the experiences you have, the convenience that you enable, uh, and maybe uh, again, some of the changes you have going forward as well. That'd be great to know. Yeah, I mean, you know, some, from a feature point of view, you know, it's uh, it's one foundational 
to the concessionaire, making sure that they have a platform that they can use to, um, you know, execute a transaction. So if you want to go and buy a product, you, you know, you've got a POS platform at the tip of the hands of the concessionaires to execute that. But then um, there's an extension of that, which is, you know, obviously consumers are on their phone during the game, being able to add a level of convenience where there's more mobile ordering capability uh, by that consumer as well, right? So it's things like that that we're driving inside of that stadium from a, from a feature point of view. Okay, excellent. When you look at customers, uh, they're changing expectations. They were changing before COVID, yep. uh, changing going through COVID now, kind of changing back out. You know, with your offering and uh, sports, sports has come back uh, pretty much to, to full capacity. You know, what kind of changes did you see as part of kind of your offering? And, you know, how did the, the pandemic maybe impact or influence some of the technologies or, uh, you know, attributes that you're building into the product? Yeah, I mean, sports is a little bit is, a, is slightly different in that, you know, it's a, it, it is an in-stadium experience. Um, so, you know, I think like like many companies, uh, that were all about the physical experience. Obviously, had some challenges during during COVID, um, but I think um, as COVID started to dissipate, I think as fan participation in stadiums started to increase, um, you know, I think it, it certainly gave us an opportunity to retool our platform and add more features and strengthen um, some of the some of the uh, or accelerate our roadmap for sure because we had the bandwidth at the end the time to do that. So, um, you know, I don't know that our product maybe uh, necessarily has changed in the benefit of COVID, but certainly we've been able to accelerate a number of innovations during COVID so that now as fans start to come into the stadium, we're able to, del- to delight them with even more and, and feature-rich experiences. Okay, excellent. Uh, when you look at who uses the product, I know you have venues across uh, the country, different yeah. types of venues that cater to a number of different types of customer segments and demographics. Have you seen certain trends uh, or certain types of customers utilizing the technology more than others? Um, well, or are there even different uh, regions that use it differently? And, and this will dovetail maybe into the prior question regarding COVID. You know, there's a there was a behavioral change in terms of um, sort of contactless, right? Being able to touch the fewer things you could touch, the better it is for a consumer and the better it is for you to not sort of contract the virus, right? So the idea was, uh, you know, so one thing we've definitely seen is uh, consumers definitely prefer, prefer uh, definitely prefer mobile ordering on their phone. They certainly do prefer um, contactless as a method of payment at the, at the till, which is certainly, um, you know, a thing that has been COVID specific or COVID driven. Uh, so I, I think from, you know, from that point of view, in terms of, uh, you know, demographic, I think you have all demographics attending the stadiums, but how they enter, how they engage um, with the concessionaire, how they engage with buying product inside that stadium is definitely changing. I mean, kiosks are definitely on the, on the, on the sort of on the uptick, um, even to some degree, um, you know, we're hearing self-checkout is becoming an interesting Thing for um, for venues in the future where they want to offer that capability where consumers just grab and go, right? Um, and and there's less interaction and there's less points of sort of uh, points of engagement at a human level where I think the consumer has sort of COVID has trained the consumer to say the less things you touch, the better it is for you, right? So I think as as you think about that feature uh, of you know contactless uh, and in the future being able to have uh, a grab and go environment where 
Um, it is totally contactless and it's uh, unmanned and it's, um, you know, self-checkout and things like that. So I think those are definitely going to be the futures that that resulted from uh, the, you know, the COVID sort of uh, pandemic and, and that sort of behavior uh, in stadium. Okay. And, and partnerships are an area that we see a growing interest in uh, with uh, in our brand community at Loyalty360. You know, how do you look at partnerships? What are you seeing in regard to partnerships with, uh, you know, at Clover Sports? Yeah. So what Clover Sport has built is a, uh, is a pretty incredible platform um, inside all of our 300 plus stadiums where we can enable um, a wide array of uh, fan experiences that are powered by third-party partnerships. So, you know, imagine um, in a world where sports betting, um, you know, you wanted to enable sports betting inside of a stadium. Well, we can enable that capability inside of our Clover network, right? Um, through partnerships, right? Of course, we're not a sports betting company, but there, there's certainly sport betting companies out there that would benefit from the rails in which we've provided and created inside of these stadiums to activate very discrete fan sport betting experiences, right? So that's a that's a type of fan experience that we can enable inside of the platform. And quite frankly, speaks to the power of what we've built here at Clover Sport is enabling, you know, a wide array of different fan experiences where sports betting could be one. Uh, you know, remote ordering is another. Um, and, you know, even uh, whether it's remote ordering for food or whether it's um, creating fan experiences where, um, you know, we deliver mini e-commerce experiences powered by leading apparel companies, right? Um, imagine a world where, um, you know, Nike might be a sponsor for a particular team and you can order product directly through Nike inside of a game experience, right? So there's a number of different possibilities uh, that we're exploring and working through right now. Okay, great. What what metrics and KPIs do you use to track the uh, you know the efficacy of of some of the things that you're looking to do your short term, long term goals of the program of the programs? You know, we've got our table stakes with KPIs in terms of how many orders can we process in an hour, right? So, um, you know, and so that you know we've got your your core POS uh, metrics there. But I think another key metric, which is going to start to emerge as we start to deliver more omni-channel fan experiences is being able to measure impact of digital, right? In in terms of, um, you know, for example, what I'll tell you is uh, mobile ordering, for example, is about four to five times more than a concessionaire order. So in other words, um, if, you know, those consumers that order on their phone, order food on their phone, tend to order, you know, four to five times more than they would if they're standing in line in a concessionaire. Um, and so that's an interesting KPI, right? Because the, our fans are telling us, our fans or, or experiences are telling us that uh, they want more digital experiences. And if you give them digital experiences, you will be rewarded with more throughput of orders, which is great. Um, so it's those types of KPIs that we're measuring. And I think they're new KPIs that will cut, sort of come to bear as we deliver more omni-channel fan experiences. Okay. And the last question, what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your team in, uh, you know, regarding your customer loyalty journey? You know, I think loyalty is a very interesting sort of um, topic, Mark, because loyalty is something that's obviously been around for a very long time. Some people do it very well and some people don't. Uh, I think the the importance of, uh, you know, of sort of the partnership with 360 here is, you know, those companies that deliver really good 
uh, loyalty experiences are one or ones that are really educated in this category and being able to deliver education, being able to educate uh, folks like us and, and, and other, pro- other providers in the space, whether you're in sport or not, being able to sort of um, bear witness to best practices on how loyalty is executed, how to reward that customer for their brand sort of affinity, I think is really important. So the more sort of we can learn and the more education, I think, uh, you know, brands and merchants get in terms of the best ways to drive loyalty, I think the better it is for all of us. Excellent. Well, Sandy, thank you very much for taking the time to talk today. It was uh, good to get a little more detail about some things you're doing at Clover Sports, some things you're seeing, uh, very interesting for sure, and look forward to hearing more from you and your team uh, in the year to come. Thank you very much, Mark. We appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you join us back for another edition of Loyalty Live. Have a wonderful day. Thanks.